Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Morning Meeting Podcast. Unfortunately, it is only Marcus today. Again, Henry is at a track day at Pheasants Wood, I think it's called, playing Fitty Paldi in old cars. Let's hope he doesn't dent anything. This is general advice only. It's certainly not personal advice, if it's advice at all. It is not suited to your personal financial circumstances, usual rules. Right, as you've doubtless seen, Wall Street overnight was a bit floppy, down 147 points, although it wasn't too bad. It was down 421 at one point. And our futures this morning were down 24, but our market is down hmm, five points. No man's land ahead of the US jobs numbers tonight. There is also a CPI number next week out of the US, which is our next major data point around which the market could pivot or not. We've had an RBA quarterly statement on monetary policy out today usually doesn't rank as terribly important, especially as it usually comes straight after an RBA meeting, which it has. The RBA meeting this week saw the market jump 113 points as they once again went soft with only a 25 basis point rate rise for the second time on the trot. They are global leaders, it seems, in slowing the pace of rate rises. They have said in the statement that they are aware of the lag effect of interest rates. In other words, they're waiting to see what impact previous rate rises have had before they go cracking higher yet again. It's the opposite sort of message of the FOMC this week. They were telling us that they see rates going higher than they had previously thought, which again is opposite to the Bank of England last night. The Bank of England, as you'll probably know, raised rates 75 basis points, biggest rate rise since 1989. They said that they thought interest rates would peak lower than they previously thought. And on the back of that, the British pound fell over and UK bond yields fell over as well. Anyway, back to our market. The RBA have downgraded their GDP forecast and upgraded their inflation forecast. You can tell the impact by what the bond market does. And if you have a look, you'll see that the Australian 10-year bond yield, the moment the RBA statement came out, dropped. Dropped from 3.91, about there, down to 3.88. That's about three basis points. Defensive stocks doing a little worse today than the resources. Resources had a terrible day yesterday. They were down almost 3%, 2 2.7%, I think they were. They are actually up today. The iron ore price was up a little bit overnight. And it's hard to know quite what to believe, but there are suggestions that the Chinese are preparing a COVID policy softening. That speculation has come and gone in the last week. There are a few stories around today. Magellan Financial Group continues its miserable performance. This is a stock that's down from over 7 sorry, $70 pre-pandemic, $65 post-pandemic, $55 last year. It's now down to $9.45. Ugly stuff. They've had some fun numbers out today. That's funds under management to you. Another little feature today whilst we're on the stories is Block or SQ2 to you. It's up 10.7%. The stock formerly known as Afterpay. It's up 10 point, sorry, 7% today after results in the US after hours last night, which were quite well received. As I talked to you, Dow Jones futures down 46, but it's a bit irrelevant tonight. We have the US jobs numbers and that is going to dictate what happens. Also on the calendar coming up, you should be aware, Macquarie and ANZ go ex-dividend on Monday. So if you wanted to buy those and capture the dividends, you need to do so today. They will, of course, go ex-dividend and drop on Monday. We do hold Macquarie at the moment in the ideas portfolio. And if 
you thought the market was about to bottom anytime soon, you would be certainly holding Macquarie at the moment. So it might not be too bad a buy, although the market is a bit floppy. We also have Westpac's results on Monday and NAB's results on Wednesday. There are a bunch of AGMs next week, including BHP. Just a side note, Atlassian is down more than 20% after hours in the US after results. We were looking through the research today. Woolworths, after their sales numbers yesterday, there are at least five or six brokers that have written about them this morning. The average target price is 7% above the current share price. Hold neutral, buy neutral, neutral, light and dull stuff indeed. There is going to come a time where we should be buying both Woolworths and Coles. They're not really trading stocks, it has to be said. They're average income stocks, sort of four and a half percent yield on Woolies. But the share price on Woolies is down from $39 to $32 in the last couple of months. It does regularly have sort of a 10% trading range. There's probably a trade coming up, but you'll probably need the market to look a little bit better before anyone gets excited about stocks struggling with inflation. On that subject, Domino's having a good day today. There's a bit of a recovery going on today. You'll probably remember this week it did have a profit downgrade of sorts, again, complaining about the cost of in cost of or costs generally going up with inflation and the headwinds they are seeing at the moment. The share price dropped 16% in two days. We do hold it in the ideas portfolio. We really didn't get a chance to sell it after the or on the day of the trading update. So we just wore the mark down 15-16% and decided to hold in. And the reason we've decided to do that is because every single broker has a target price above the current share price. Morgan's, their target price is 61% above the current share price. UBS is 46% above. Morgan Stanley's 56% above the current price. Ordmanette 46% above the current price. As you can see, that dip in dominoes is potentially a buying opportunity. Although I have to say, when you have a trading update and a profit downgrade, it hangs around in the sentiment for a while. You rarely get it bounce on a sixpence, but we're just going to continue holding dominoes for the moment. Whilst we're here, also in our ideas portfolio, we've got Domain Holdings, which is down about 6% since we bought it. They have their AGM, I think, next week. And I've looked at all the broker stuff today. The average target price, 22% above the current share price. Buy, neutral, 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 overweight, hold are the recommendations at the moment on Domain. In the strategy piece today, it's all a bit, I have to say, it's all a bit blah, blah, blah. This Fed meeting has killed the enthusiasm for a soft pivot and killed off the chances of a short-term relief rally. It was quite interesting watching Powell on the video. He quite genuinely doesn't know when the top is coming in inflation and interest rates. And there is some criticism of the fact that the Fed, who are supposed to know everything, don't know anything and are going to be data-driven. So we keep waiting for the data. So jobs numbers tonight, CPI number next week. Maybe one of those will cause the pivot, but I think it would be long odds at this point. Interestingly, as well, as you'll see in the strategy piece, the US dollar index, which is when the market bottoms or a sign that the market is going to bottom will be the US dollar peaking out. The US dollar is a barometer of risk off appetite. And as people get worried about the economy, worried about interest rates, the US dollar as the reserve currency of the world tends to go up and it has gone relentlessly up since the middle of last year. It's up about 22%. And it has started going up again this week. And overnight, it was up a massive 1.4%. 
so the message there is we are back to where we have been for the last year which is watching people worry about the economy US dollar going up bond yields as well doing the same thing they are trending up again there was quite significant rise in US bond yields overnight the 10-year bond yield was up eight basis points the two-year bond yield in the US up 14 basis points so since this FOMC meeting and the lack of a soft pivot we've gone back to all the themes that have been around whilst the market's been sliding away US dollar going up bond yields going up the Aussie dollar by the way back below 63 cents commodity prices going down at some point when the peak on inflation has been seen the peak on rates will happen the peak on the US dollar will happen the bottom of the Aussie dollar will happen and it'll be game on in the equity markets but as of this week that moment has been pushed out even further in the strategy piece today I talk about why we're still sitting in the market and here are a few reasons for you we could be sitting in cash but have a look at the ASX 200 PE ratio if this chart is correct there are lots of PEs depending on what data you use what time period you look at but the PE at the moment on this chart is down below 15 times the long-term average is about 15 times 18 times we are at about the lowest we've seen even in the pandemic the depths of the pandemic the depths of 2012 and almost the depths of the GFC so we are not expensive we are not in a frothy overbought market quite the opposite this is not the time to be selling for fear of a precipitous collapse or irrational exuberance unwinding we are at the opposite end of that in which case I'm quite happy to sit in the market it's also been a bad 12 months if mean reversion is a thing then we are at the right end of where we should be for a rally with the market having underperformed not outperformed there's also a lot of bad news in the price already it's in fact rather hard to think of what could be worse than the prospect of a global recession inflation at I think 11% is the Bank of England's new forecast as of last night inflation at 40 year highs there's a lot of bad news in the price and there are a lot of things on the cusp of an improvement at any utterance or data release which could have been the Fed this week but it wasn't we could see inflation peak interest rates peak the US dollar peak and the market's bottom uh, so that could still happen at any time and there are some left field developments which, which could suddenly change like the end of the Ukraine war and there is there are rumors about that today and the Chinese may be changing their zero tolerance COVID policy so uh, all sorts of reasons to not get too gloomy despite the fact the market's back to it rather blah 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 downtrend I've also written that whilst we might well get this sort of peak moment where everything peaks and the market bottoms what do we got to look forward to after that and it's not that flash I've got to tell you it is to do with a global economic malaise period with recession fears earnings downgrades commodities going nowhere we're obsessed at the moment with peak aggression peak interest rates peak inflation but after that comes a rather dull part of the economic cycle so yes let's let's for the short term look forward to a relief rally a relief rally moment but it's probably going to be a moment let's just exploit it for all it's worth when it comes but after that you may just find the market trend is more sideways to down rather than a resumption of a long-term bull market we need to get further through the cycle before we can really get excited about earnings and value I'm entirely sure once interest rates peak our next concern will be when growth bottoms so there we go fairly good summary of the day I will be 
back with the weekend email tomorrow. We've got an interesting week ahead of AGM's results and ex-dividends and that US inflation number. For those of you who haven't heard yet, we have four spots left. We had five yesterday. Four spots left on the Marcus Today Golf Day, which will be at RACV Healesville, staying at RACV, playing golf on Monday the 28th and having dinner after that. If you would like to be part of the Marcus Today Golf Day, please do email me, marcus at marcustoday.com.au or go to the website and you'll find it on the right-hand side. You can click on the Marcus Today Golf Getaway and grab one of those last four spots. Right, that's about it. As Henry says, may the trading gods be with you. I'll be back with the end of day podcast. Have a good afternoon. (laughs) Thank you.